Welcome to Bible Platform, a half-hour radio broadcast ministry with Reverend Hansen Metal, the General Overseer of Christian Worship Center. Stay tuned and you will be blessed. Praise God and glory be to the Lamb of God. Once again, it's my joy to come your way with another exposition of the Word of God. Shall we say a word of prayer? Father, Almighty Creator of the ends of the earth, we come before you today. Our hearts are opened. Your Word is a light unto our path. David says, your Word inspires him with hope. And we believe today is another day of giving us hope to live to the glory of your awesome name. Today, my God, I pray that all my hearers will be blessed. And this word will free them from fear and anxieties that in times like this are bound to come our way. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I submit to you and pray that you use me once again in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Today I bring you a word of encouragement. In a time like this, my observation is I see that some of us might have to make a fresh start. Some of us might have to make a fresh start because of the pandemic that is running around and the kind of damage that it has caused in individual and corporate lives. When we are about to make a start like this, that which we had not planned for, that we had not been part of our reckoning, but it's like something that we have been thrust into. It is very important for us to draw inspiration from the word of God, because otherwise the flesh will take control, discouragement will set in, and you will not be able to even plan. This morning, I'm bringing you a word that is centered around something that happened in the life of David. Remember, David was a man after God's own heart. But David, like many of the Bible characters, had to make a fresh start. I want to begin with this scripture in 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 18 to 23. 2 Samuel 12, 18 to 23. David had sinned grievously against God. He had slept or had um, a relationship with Bathsheba, Uriah's wife, his, his army officer's wife, and in the process of trying to hide his shame and the embarrassment, he caused the husband to be killed, to be put at the front of the battle and to be killed. Now, when that happened, David did not only seduce Bathsheba, but David committed the horrible sin of killing an innocent man who was fighting the battles of the Lord. God sent Nathan to David. And when Nathan got to David, Nathan proverbially told David about a man who had a lot of sheep and um, another man who was very poor had only one sheep. The rich man had a visitor. And instead of taking one of his sheep, and feasting the visitor, 
this rich man went and took the only sheep, the only sheep of the poor man. And when David heard this, he said, definitely the rich man must die. Then Nathan told David, you are the one. Because God has given you everything in Israel. You have so many wives. Everything in Israel is at your peck and call. But Uriah had only one wife. And you dared to seduce his wife and kill the man. You are the man. One thing I love about David is that when you compare him to King Saul, David would not argue when he messes up with God. Immediately, immediately, he told the prophet, I have sinned. I have sinned. Now, the prophet told him the consequences of his sin, there was a price to be paid. The woman was pregnant. The child that would be born was going to die. David had repented. Now David had to make a fresh start. But there was something that was a reminder of David's sin that David wanted to cling to. That was the child that had been born out of that sinful relationship. God was not pleased about that. God wanted to take the, the child. And so David started fasting and pleading for God to spare the child. Now let me read from 2 Samuel chapter 12 verse 18 to 23. You must be ready to make a fresh start. The Bible says, the righteous may fall seven times, but he may rise again. But he will rise again. So, I don't know where you are heading right now. But I'm only speaking as a voice in the hands of God. That if you have lost something, you have lost certain things. It's like you have been in a cycle. And once again, what you started had gone down the drain because of the crisis in which we are presently. I want to encourage you and to let you know that you are not the first person to begin. So you must brace yourself for a fresh start. You are not the first person to have to start all over again. So let me read that scripture. Then we take it up from there. Second Samuel chapter 12 verse 18 to 23. On the seventh day, the child died. David's servants were afraid to tell him that the child was dead. For they thought, while the child was still living, we spoke to David, but he would not listen to us. How can we tell him the child is dead? He may do something desperate. How can we tell him? I have been in a position or in a situation where I have been called upon because of my office as a minister of the gospel of Christ, to break bad news, real bad news, to families that have lost loved ones. Now, it's not exciting going to a woman and saying, your husband is dead. I'm here to tell you your husband has died. Nobody is prepared to break this news to you. It's not easy telling children that one of your parents has died and I'm here to break that news to you. Now that's, that's a very difficult thing to do because once the news gets to whoever it is supposed to go to, the first reaction is their world literally comes to a standstill. Their world stops. But this is the good news. With God, you can always have a fresh start, a new beginning. 
Now, when the, the child died, David had to brace himself for a new beginning. And let me chip in this and let you know that the entire life you and I are living, if you reflect back, if you are an elderly person or whoever, I mean, if you reflect back, you can see that your life has been a series of new beginnings. And you put all those new beginnings together and you get a complete history of where you have come to and how far you have come. It's not like the process will flow consistently, continually. Once a while, there comes a break somewhere and then you have to pick yourself up and by the grace of God, move on from where you have fallen or from where your progress had been truncated. For now, let's go back to the word of God. So he says, on the seventh day, the child died. David's servants were afraid to tell him that the child was dead. For they thought, while the child was still living, we spoke to David, but he would not listen to us. He would not listen to us. How can we tell him the child is dead? He may do something desperate. Beloved, don't do anything desperate. Listen to the scripture I'm reading. David noticed that his servants were whispering among themselves. And he realized the child was dead. You have to come to terms with that which you have lost. Maybe a loved one. Maybe business. Maybe it's something you have invested all your life into. A brother was sharing with me how his friend had for many years been working to us. Having a vacation somewhere when he had the opportunity. Maybe somewhere in Europe or the Americas, and he had saved all this time and made all the necessary arrangements to have a very good vacation outside of this country. And then suddenly, three days before it was time for him to leave, there came this announcement that because of COVID-19, the city is being locked down. And it was huge for him. For others, others it, it is about their business. Can you imagine somebody having to take an appointment and that was the exact day that it was announced that the city is on a lockdown. It might have, have affected the business that is employing him. And if he's not fortunate, he may even lose the job. That may be you. Now, what I'm saying to you is that as a child of God, brace yourself and know that life is a series of new beginnings. And sometimes the prelude to that new beginning is absolute darkness. We find that in Genesis chapter 1. The Bible said everything was in chaos in the beginning. Remember God is the Alpha and the Omega. God has no beginning. But in the beginning of the history in which we are. In that beginning everything was in chaos. Complete darkness. And God said let there be light. And there was light. Hallelujah. So there will always be a series of beginnings. And here we find David having to come to terms with the father. The child had died. He was fasting. He was praying. But the child died. The Bible said David noticed that his servants were whispering among themselves. And he realized the child was dead. Is the child dead, he asked. 
Yes, they replied. He is dead. Now, what I want to say at this juncture is that when we have to come to terms with bad things, unexpected shocks in our lives or in the lives of our dear ones, we don't have to play around it and pretend as if it is not there. Sometimes it helps when you must weep, weep. If you must weep, I'm not talking about living in a perpetual state of mourning. But if you study the scriptures, there are times that we see in the Old Testament especially, even in the New Testament, the Bible said that when Jesus got to the tomb of Lazarus, he did not laugh. John eleven thirty five, and Jesus wept. So it releases the emotion when you brace yourself and face the reality. And if you are breaking down and that is the only thing that can bring you relief, release yourself and let the tears flow. It is part of the healing process that will become a platform for you to stand up for a new beginning. Embracing the reality and getting ready to launch into a new beginning. So David, realizing that the child was dead, this is what he did. Verse number 20. Then David got up from the ground. After he had washed, he put on lotions and changed his clothes. Now, I want you to look at the progression. David got up from the ground after he had washed. Can I suggest to somebody, it is time, spiritually speaking, to get off the ground. Don't just commit yourself to having a pity party, complaining about what this person has done, complaining about the money you have lost, complaining, let the past Remain in the past. Pick the lessons. Ask for God's help. Pray and position yourself for a greater tomorrow. What has happened or is happening is part of the process that must be part of your life. If God doesn't allow it, unless you are not walking in faith and in faithfulness with God. But if you are walking in faithfulness with God, in fact, even, even in that realm, you can, I bet you, sometimes suffer unfair treatment than those who are living in rebellion. Because the enemy will throw everything at you to try and, and, and weaken your faith and draw you back. You are listening to The Bible Platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. Don't go away. We will be right back. Tune in to the Bible Platform with Reverend Hanson Metal this and every Tuesday from 5 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. on Sunny 88.7 FM and your life will never be the same again. God bless you. Welcome back. The message continues. So be encouraged. Get off the ground. The Bible said, and David got up from the ground. And what did he do? And he washed himself. Wash yourself. Wash certain things off yourself. 
There are certain things you can never control. You can never change. Wash yourself of those things. Let them go. Let them go. Release them. Release them. Wash yourself. Don't let any, anything in the past that does not inspire. That does not inform. That does not empower you. Continue to dirty you up. Wash yourself. Get off the ground. Wash yourself. And what did he do next? He put on lotions. Hallelujah. He put on lotions. It's like saying, see, in spite of all that the enemy has taken me through, I still smell good. I still smell good. I am not sitting here fearful, complaining, whining. I still smell good. I still have a life to live. David put on lotion. Don't walk out there with your face and features and everything about you. Saying to everybody that you are miserable. You are, you are feeling hopeless. No. No. Get off the ground. Wash yourself. Put on lotion, my dear. Smell good. I'm speaking a spiritual language. Smell good. You are a child of the kingdom. You are a child of promise. You are a child of promise. Hallelujah. God can change any situation and he will for you. Praise God. This is a man really after God's own heart. The Bible said, and he put on lotions and changed his clothes. Praise the Lord. Remove the garment of heaviness. Remove it. Remove it and put on some garment of praise. Change your clothes. You see, when people look at you who do not know you, appearance speaks a lot. When people look at you and they look at your dressing, they can come to conclusions about who you are, even when that is not who you are. That is why it is very important that as a child of God, you make yourself presentable. You exude confidence. If you are an employer, you wouldn't want to employ somebody who comes on a job with an attitude of, I'm not sure if I can do this job. I'm not sure if I, I, can, I can solve this problem. No, you don't. You want somebody who is saying, give me that chance. I can do it. And they ask you, why are you so confident? You say, because my Redeemer lives. I'm not here alone. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. So I am not frustrated about the world throwing things at me. I am very confident that through it all, through it all, my God is always there for me. And this too shall pass. Glory to the Lamb of God. Glory to the Lamb of God. Come on, change your clothes. The Bible said, and David changed his clothes. And what did he do next? He went into the house of the Lord. He went into the house of the Lord and he worshipped. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. And David changed his clothes. Attitude now change. Personal change. Attitude in, in, in everything, in outlook. And he went into the house of the Lord. You see, I love this and the light that I, I draw from this scripture. Now, when you change your clothes, when you determine 
that you are not going to live in the past. Your first point of call must be to be in the presence of God, to worship the Lamb. In the book of Job, chapter 1, the Bible said, after Job received all the news about the disasters that had happened in his life, the Bible said, and Job said, I came into this world naked. I didn't bring nothing. The Lord gave everything I have. The Lord has taken whatever I want to take. Glory be to the name of the Lord. And the Bible said, and Job worshipped. This is where the power base is. And Job worshipped. So when you have drawn that determination, you don't need just your human mind to be able to walk into that realm of glory or change or a new beginning. You need God. And so you go into the presence of God and you activate the scripture that says that the Lord our God, the Lord our God is able to do more than we can think or dream of. And therefore, with that confidence, I come declaring that in all things, I will give thanks unto the Lord. With that posture, whatever the devil seeks to achieve by throwing things at you, fear, doubts, worry, pointing you to the reality of the present, denying you of faith in the future, you are able to overcome. You are able to beat the heat. Beloved, I love this. And David went into the house of the Lord and worshipped. He did not go to the house of the Lord, the presence of the Lord, to complain and whine and question. He went into the house of the Lord with a fixated mind to worship. Beloved, I sincerely believe that as many of us that have gone down during these unusual times, financially, emotionally, vocationally, educationally, even spiritually, there is an opportunity for us to stand up and go back to our first love, the presence of the Lord. That is where you can draw strength. As I told you from the beginning, you have another opportunity to begin a new beginning. Because the Bible said, in the beginning, everything was in chaos and deep darkness covered the earth. That might be your lot, even as I minister to you this morning. Deep darkness. Because everything that you, had, you dreamt about, your plans for 2020 is gone with the wind. You've lost everything. But one thing you shouldn't lose, along with all you have lost, is hope. Keep hope alive. And remember what I have told you. That God wants you to make a fresh start. And this is not going to be the end of the many fresh starts that God will expose you to. Or allow you to walk through. Because even the creator of the universe had to go through fresh start with humanity. Over and over and over again. God had to come through and take us through a series of fresh startings. Each fresh start you encounter in your life is a part of the whole. There are chapters of your history. There are chapters that will eventually make up the book of your victory. That will make up the story of your heroic pursuit in life. The righteous may fall seven times, but he will rise again. And I believe, my brother, my sister, that you will rise again. I sincerely believe, I truly believe, that the purposes 
that God has for your life will find fulfillment. It doesn't matter who is looking, who is laughing. It doesn't matter who is rejoicing over your downfall. Let me repeat. The righteous may fall seven times, but they will rise again. And on that note, I pray for you that God will give you the strength and the peace of mind. Like King David, you may have fasted about it. You may have prayed about it. Whatever it is, business, relationship, health issues. And yet, that thing has refused to respond to your faith and your prayer. God knows why. It's only the end of a chapter and not the completion of a book. Today, God wants you to arise in hope. Get off the ground like David. Cleanse yourself of the dust. Like David, change your clothes. Put on some lotion. Enter into the presence of the Lord. And bless the Lord. Because he is not finished with you yet. This is just the beginning of a new chapter in your life. It's going to stress you and test you in the area of your faith. But beloved, stand. And after having done all things, stand. May the good Lord bless you, defend you, help you, keep you, and grant that next year by this time, the story will be different. You will say of a truth, I trusted the Lord and have not been put to shame. Come your way again next week. Another word of inspiration. May the good Lord keep you and your family, protect you, and give you pleasant surprises in Jesus' name. I'm your friend, Pastor Hansen Metal, saying bye for now. And bye. Thank you for listening to Bible Platform. For questions, prayers, and counseling, contact Reverend Metal on 244 239024 0244-239024. Thank you for listening. Tune in same time next week. God bless you. Your